Sweat Equity Podcast and Streaming Show, the number one comedy business podcast in the world. Pragmatic. I like it when you do it yourself. Pragmatic entrepreneurial advice with dick jokes. That other voice you're hearing is Eric Redinger. I am Law Smith. We've got Damien Alpazar as our guest. Friend of the program coming back as a guest. Hey, we are 2020's best small medium enterprise business advisory podcast in the United States from Lux Global Excellence Awards, proudly hosted by Lux Life Magazine. This episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Try expressvpn.com forward slash sweat. Like key sweat. I, the nicotine gum is getting to me. Good. I'm feeling saucy. Get three months free with uh, with our promo code URL. Try expressvpn.com. Forward slash like he sweat. Gets you three months free off an annual plan. What's a VPN, you say? It's a virtual private network. You can log in to other countries if you're if you're someone on the road or you don't want to be tracked. You want anonymized web browsing. Look, going incognito in Chrome, it don't do what you think it does. Trust us. Try expressvpn.com forward slash sweat. Get you three months free off an annual plan. You want to watch Netflix in other countries? Try expressvpn.com forward slash sweat. Because that's what it's for. Get you three months free. Uh, Grasshopper business phone line. Try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. If you got a side hustle, you've got another, uh, you got your side gig, you've got your second job, you got another brand that needs a phone number, don't have it go to Google Voice, don't have it go to your cell phone and go, hello? Try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. It gets you $75 off an annual plan. That's try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat, like key sweat or sweat equity. Gets you 75 bones off an annual plan. And lastly, Warby Parker, warbyparkertrial.com forward slash sweat. Like key sweat, like sweat equity. Gets you five free pairs to try on at home uh, to go on your fat face like mine. If they don't work, send them all back. Get prescription eyeglasses, sunglass wear. WarbyParkerTrial.com forward slash sweat. Five free pairs to try on at home. It helps this show out. It's going to help you see all the time. Let's get this party started. What about my party Sweat equity. Sweat, 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 sweat equity. Sweat equity. My, my, my sweat equity. Sweat equity. What about my sweat equity? Damien. What, Damien. Where do we send people? Because I'm trying to get on a website. What's your website? Or we can, uh, what's your call to action? Yeah, well, normally I would send people over to uh, twowaymonkeys.com, but actually most people have been following me on social now. So Mr. Creative Freedom on Instagram and uh, just Damien Alpazar on Instagram or Facebook. I'm trying to build my brand as my name now. Sure. Just, you know, just, you know, just Damien Alpazar, the guy. Well, you know, when we had offices across from each other for years, like four years, something like that, mm-hmm. uh, it was one of those things where everything was coming through you anyway. Yeah, and you had your uh, our our buddy friend of the program Hector that was your business partner. He had to go off and kind of do something else for I don't know what he's doing now. Uh, he's doing programming right now, actually. So he's he wanted to learn. He wanted to get in a, a corporate gig, as I r- recall. God, that website looks good. Who made that for you? Oh, I, you know, someone, mm. someone, mm. someone who uh, understands design and UI. Two eight monkeys dot com. Uh, if you want to check out. 
uh, some of Damien's work, but also some of our work. You know, no big deal. <laughs> I see. Web work. Uh, but, you know. Fucking thing sucks. As I saw it, you were, <laughs> you were, you were kind of, everything was going through you anyway. So why not brand yourself, you know, work on your personal brand as your business brand? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, <clears throat> especially since I'm doing some some transitions in, in how I diversify my income, uh, it's time to, you know, make Damien Alpazar a brand as well. So 208 is recognized. It's got its thing. Yeah. And now it's time to build up the Damien Alpazar brand. But I will say this. Guys, being back on this podcast and seeing how you guys rock that whole intro, I was impressed. I mean, oh, you, so you, were, you were like on the DJing with the music and the, and the ads. Oh, I was, and I was totally like, live mixing that whole thing. Like I was, I, nobody's ever even heard that before. Until I mean, my just nipples now. got hard just watching. Yeah, you they too. are I can hard. Feel too. you watching us? Yeah, as I was we're like, doing I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got to do a little breakdown. We, we, I mean, we still try to keep the episodes short, so it's kind of like. Uh, we try to keep them around 33 minutes because someone three years ago told us that's right, and we're optimal. not changing that. We're, we're not going to look up why, <laughs> and we're not going to argue with it. That's the optimal that's business it. podcast episode. That's it. Whatever, but um, no, I'm just saying. I, I just can't. I remember when it used to take like literally an hour and a half to get <laughs> the thing going. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Dad cursing. I literally told my wife, "I'm like, I'll be back in four and a half hours. It's going to take an hour to figure out everything." <laughs> <laughs> Plus, it'll be silly time too, because it's like it'd be after hours. It's like let's do the podcast, and then just like I, I definitely wanted to get back a little bit back to you know, if you need to smoke, you need to drink, whatever you need to do to to calm you down to get on the mic. That's fine. You never needed that, but uh, some people would be like, I need to take a shot of whiskey. Right. Like, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that high pressure. I well, people people when they hear live and they hear podcasts and stuff like that they're like what am i gonna talk about for 30 minutes I'm like trust me you talk a lot during the day You're, you'll be fine right yeah and we're not gonna be we're not gonna ask jeopardy questions you know it's not like we're gonna be like all right yeah. let's see <laughs> let's go through your bank statements hey let's bust out trivial pursuit and see how good you are yeah. right you know by the way always suck to trivial pursuit you, I totally you know, believe that. You get, but you get the sports part, and you're like, I got this shit. <laughs> and it'd be like, what track and field star from the 1980? And you're like, what? That's not sports, <laughs> though. That's not real sports. <laughs> Ask me about Joe Theismann. I know that. Uh, but like, uh, so you're, how many, if you had a Wikipedia up, you might, how many, how many delegated names would you have? How many delegations would you have? Director, producer, video editor, uh, animator, uh, lover, um, obviously, <laughs> um, hugger. Uh, how many? What? How many titles could you carry? I guess. Oh man, it's the, it's the bane of any. I mean, this is why you would brand yourself, right? Right. Yeah. It's. I guess it's the bane of any. Um, you know, entrepreneur, small business owner. I mean, you're gonna be marketer, CEO. Uh, sometimes, uh, obviously, not web developer. I left that to you guys, but uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, and so you left it, yeah, because it I, is not changed. It is, it is <laughs> when, 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 when I did not have you guys next to me, I was like, "Yep," and that's what to it. They're a living <laughs> document. Ever. They're a living <laughs> document. Memorialize it. That's the it, one. It is. It is. There it is. Um, but no, yeah, you end up wearing a, a lot of a lot of hats and producer, director, writer, blah 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 blah. blah. But um, ultimately, blah blah blah, a lot of stuff. But yeah, you can't yeah. blah blah blah. Well, I mean, that's the interesting brag. stuff. Well, what ends up hap- what ends up happening is that you end up uh, like. I think uh, creative, um, either creative director and or, um, you know, just a creative mind is really what I like to brand myself as because uh, when, we end up, when we end up doing a production or a video or something like that, most of the times people come to us with like, hey, I got this cup. 
can you make this cup cool? <laughs> and then it's like, okay. Do let's, you even have a jock strap? Yeah. Yeah. So you got to sit there and you got to go, okay, well, it's a cup. Well, what's cool about the cup? So you end up doing a little bit of investigative reporting and with the guy and, and with the brand and trying to find out what's cool about it. And then you end up trying to come up with ideas and you write the script and then you shoot it and then you direct it and then you do it. So you end up doing a lot of things. Um, and that's where I was just realized, I'm like, man, you know what? It's just sometimes it's just the idea where if you don't have the jumping off point. So that's really where I've been branding. That's why I started, you know, gravitating more towards you know, Damien Alcazar in a sense of like, um, I do this for other companies now. Where yeah. I turn around and I just, I literally, they hire me for the idea. And you have resources now. You have a lot of independent contractors now that, look, a lot of the job for you should be, you know, production manager or whatever, whatever right. the title is, per, uh, director of the production. Because... That's really the key of a lot of uh, at least scripted stuff that you're ha- – anything involving humans. I mean, you've done a lot of product stuff. Um, I don't know if you're still doing any of that, like mentioning the cup. I'm thinking – I was just thinking what's, what's more fulfilling, uh, <laughs> doing product kind of creative video or in that kind of creative or hum- uh, humans, not non-production or non-human production or human production, I'd say. Because um, well, there's a big difference. There's there's a big difference. I think, obviously, I'm leaning more and more towards things that have to do with more human interaction. Yeah. Um, this last year, actually, has been very interesting. Uh, and we're talking because I want to date stamp this. This is what We're in 2021. But the 2020 um, has made it very interesting because everything's had to go virtual. And yeah, a lot of things yeah. have had to move. You know, So if you're trying to demonstrate a lifestyle of a, produ- of a product, how do you do that in a situation where you're not allowed to even band together? You know what I mean? So it became very interesting how to pull those things off. Um, I prefer to obviously deal with humans and tell narratives and tell stories. I think that's what sells us on things is the lifestyle. People look, they'll look at the product and everybody and their mother now can make a decent product shot at their home. But it's like, well, how does, what's the lifestyle with this product or what's that look like with when I'm using it and what are the Google reviews and what are all the, what are all the other elements that help me sell this product so even though i'm working a lot more with narratives and things like that it's still at the end of the day we're in marketing and we're selling products and we're selling services and at the end of the day it's still going to boil down to um the product is centered and then the people around it and what they're doing becomes a story so it's product and story and that's what's really making the sale yeah i mean it's both even when it's a product you're still working with humans we did not answer the question everything everything (laughs) is a story i mean right the answer is I like working with people. <laughs> I right. don't like working with just products. I like working with people. There. See, my thing is like I prefer the product just because I don't want to deal with people. <laughs> like, yeah, but to make it good, you need people. Yeah, if you have a product see, and you can't relate watched, it to how it's got, used in the real world. We need to show him the Joel Olstein uh, cube. Oh, okay. You and know who does a great job is Apple. Joel Olstein. Apple does a great job of just showing you a product and selling you on a cool product. Without, you know, because they just show you, like, really cool, sleek versions of the product. Alienware does that, too. There's some people that, that really do show awesome products. But I prefer now working with, like, the Matthew McConaughey on a car. And Sure. I prefer that. Now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, one seasoned actor that you can just probably throw whatever at him and be like, yeah, at it. Yeah. Times a flat Done. circle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. And we're seeing a lot more integration of... Yeah, we need to show you this uh, Joel Osteen inspiration cube. Have you heard of this? Y'all can get rid of your Alexas because Joel Osteen has his own little thing. It's a $40 cube nope. you pay for. Um, and Joel Osteen will give you some inspiration. Yeah. 
I don't have the screen share set up, so we're the only ones who are going to be able to watch it. But well, I, can you? As I, long as we can pick it up on the mic, maybe. Yeah, well, we'll see. Here we go. I want you to in today's uncertain times, life can feel overwhelming and leave you struggling for answers. But you can overcome life's challenges. Wake up every morning inspired and looking forward to each day. Introducing the Inspiration Cube, oh, the easy-to-use <laughs> portable audio system filled with life-changing messages of hope, guidance, and strength. From Joel Osteen, one of the world's most inspiring spiritual leaders. You may feel today like you're trapped. That is not how your story ends. Some dreams are waking up, hope is waking up, abundance is waking up. With the simple push of a button, remove those negative thoughts with a new message to inspire your day. God is saying to you, you have struggled long enough. Right, Unexpected blessings are coming your way. <laughs> Over four, I, you this this thing, this I want to hear you first, about the, the product. First and foremost, already it's too long. Um, what? I would, I would Wait, what? No. Of I'd watch a movie of this. I, no, I, no, I would click. Starring my audience would have clicked off of this cube. immediately. So it's on their website. I don't know if it's a commercial commercial. It's on the web, their website, Navimeo. What's a, what's, how long is that? Just to show me the, the length. Um, that's about two minutes. And we're at what? 48 seconds yeah, and you're over you, it. You it lost rough. me at 15 seconds. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I gave it an extra 30 just for courtesy. For the crowd they're hitting, though. Um, you know, might, the you problem just, is I can, I can YouTube him and get all his inspirational bits because people have already made montages. Yeah, of but they're not in a cube, though. <laughs> oh, and you haven't seen the uses <laughs> Did yet. Did you see the display that it has it, from I the 1980s? I haven't, seen the, I haven't seen the uses because... It looks like a label maker. <laughs> it does look like a label maker. <laughs> yeah, it looks like, a, <laughs> like a kitchen timer or something. Like, yeah, it does. Um, I honestly... Anybody uh, listening? Here's the beautiful Google part about it. Joel Osteen inspiration cube. Yeah, here's the beautiful part about it. If had to, had I been given the product, I would have also had to come up with something creative and and not not dish on the product. You have to love the product. You know, you, even if you don't like it or believe in it, you have to love it. Done. Go, like your kids. Yeah, yeah. you got to make it awesome, right? But my you have to tell my, everybody you love them, just like yeah, your kids. My struggle and the thing that they did not touch on, and which I pointed out immediately, was, uh, well, why don't I just go on YouTube and get a montage of his sayings? Now, had they said. Get inspirational quotes never heard on YouTube or any other any place else, and get some exclusive feeds or live feeds through the cube. If they if they would have put that in the beginning, something that says this is exclusive, then it would have piqued my interest. Because otherwise, this is just a playback device. You need an attention getter of uh, value ads up front. You do. But what you're saying is, we saw a lot of stock footage of different kinds of people, different ethnicities. Yeah. Very important. Here, here's what we can take away from this. If you ever have to edit video in a similar fashion and you don't have a lot to work with, you can do a lot with stock footage. Yeah, you totally uh, can. I mean, although this looks like an SNL parody commercial, <laughs> with even the voiceover sounds like a comic. Sure, sure. Like, like trying to do an impersonation of a, a narrator, but a uh, voiceover guy, but over 400 of the greatest inspirations ever assembled. Yeah. yeah. Does that even does that sentence even make sense? Doesn't you know, matter. But it, it also it's inspirational. It, it concerns me that only four hundred inspirations. I mean, my you know, back in the day, a Zoom would have thousands of songs. Right? So how can it only have four hundred? Right? Well, let's how, see. How big is this hard drive? This guy needs to speak a little bit more. Okay. Well, let's find out. Hundred of Joel's greatest inspirations ever assembled, all on this easy to use audio listening cube. It's all positive. Also, it's not, not negative. A cube. Tom Morris likes it. Completely. Start each day with you just like a touch <laughs> and sit back for a powerful message of hope, guidance, and inspiration. The forces that are for you are greater than the forces that are against you. It makes you really 
energized. God Dan is in Morris. control of your life. And boy, have I she seen means blessings. It he puts the hope in my heart. Refuse the negative thoughts that prevent you from reaching your goals and take back control. They're, you can't think negative. Their you testimonials were I, from a husband and wife. I would have loved this even more so if it was one of those pull string dolls of him. Yes. With 400 pull string uh, variations. Right. It would be as cubic as their cube is. It would be cuter. Like you, now, your kids can pull on a string and get an inspirational quote. Yeah, you cannot think negative thoughts and have a negative positive thoughts life. and live a positive life. If you get your mind going in the right direction, your life will go in the right direction. It was oh, almost like easy, a friend Joel. was speaking to me. I'm at peace. My victory is already accounted for. The inspiration cube. Filled with the best of the best from Joel Osteen for the ultimate collection of the most powerful daily inspirations ever assembled. What God has in your future is much more than you've imagined. Challenge yourself today to be the best of you tomorrow. Got a black chick at the end. Good job. That was a throw-in for sure. They were yeah, like, like businessy black chick with like a cool haircut. Any... First and foremost, I have to um, tell your audience that, guys, I'm sorry you had to listen to a minute and a half of that. Um, how long was it? It doesn't two matter. Minutes. Two minutes. You're still shitting on it. Um, and a half, but yeah. and, and don't get me wrong. His inspirational. This is where the show should good. be going. We should just find businesses we want to shit on and just watch videos <laughs> of them and just shit on. The, uh, we got a list. I got <laughs> a starter list. Yeah. I, I'll say that you know his inspirational quotes sound very inspirational and they and they sound great. But um, this product is one of those that I'm like it would be a tough sell. It would be a real tough sell. No kidding. I bet it's crushing. In his audience? Oh, yeah. His audience is eating it a lot. Oh, yeah. 40 bucks a piece. But then again, he doesn't have to sell to anybody else, really. He's not just, he's not selling to us. He's oh, selling yeah. to his own audience. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, it's definitely, he's got, I mean, the the <laughs> sweeping shots of him on stage in an arena. Yeah. A church arena. What, yeah. he sell 10% of that? The same one they wouldn't open up for hurricane victims. <laughs> right? Well, what's he supposed to do? <laughs> When it you didn't floods, want his seat when to it get floods wet. in Texas, do you want? You can't, yeah, you can't bring in your your bring your us your. your uh, don't, actually, don't bring us anybody. You know, just uh, if you're cold and you have no home and uh, you're all wet, uh, you know, go to the go somewhere else. Not the church for sure. That's for the fifteen thousand people. people it holds or whatever it is obscene. Ugh. Shelter in a church. Man, I've never heard things. of that in any church. Shelter ever. I mean, that's really, sound, of course, I've heard of it. Oh, it's like, huh? <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> dude, like, that's church day one. You have to. It's part of the gimmick. You don't have to pay taxes, but you got to let, you know, people in whenever they want. You don't have to do anything. That's that's the silly part. I mean, you could be a church. Uh, John Oliver did it on his show on HBO. He made it a church to, <laughs> to, to show how crazy it is. You just have to be a place of the, the credentials are very, very low. It's like, you have, oh, to be, sure. you have to be a place of worship once a week. I even thought about this when I had the old office. You did. I know. I, I, I know. Because I it was like, <laughs> man, it'd be awesome. Because then you could get away with just the harem. Work. Yeah, but I mean, like the the tax incentive alone is awesome. If you ever got to the part part where it meant, like, <laughs> if you made a lot of money, <laughs> you actually so, made so, money. So this is what we're teaching us what equity now is, is how to turn your business into a church so you can get away with taxes. Well, why not? Yes. <laughs> why not? Everybody's trying to figure out how to how to. S- Save as much money, you know, like being an escort tax filing status. What are you doing? I mean, we were just talking about this. Was it yesterday about how it's all a gimmick? Like, it's so annoying that to like pay your taxes is such a game of like, well, if you have a business, you run it through your business. And then it's like this whole stupid like where it's just like, can't you just tell me how much I owe you? 
Yeah, Just tell me how much it is. God. Yeah. My car is expensed because I use it for business purposes right. only, and technically everything I do is business-worthy Right. when you're a consultant. So, yeah. you know, it's like, that's the business car. That is. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird. And the people who could enact change to make the taxes easier are the people who benefit from it being confusing. Right. Right. Like lawyers. Well, that's why. That's sure, why sure. I, I just told my sister that whole thing because she's a traveling nurse. Um, actually, she's a hazard traveling nurse for the whole COVID thing, and oh. um, she's in another state. Uh, and I was like, you know, you write off your car, your apartment, and everything because your primary residence is here in Florida, so yeah. all that you get to write off. She's like, really? I'm like you're spending and you're you're paying for rent to work remote any hazard as a hazard contractor. Yes. Write yeah. that off. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that people don't even realize. You don't even have to have a, a business to be able to still get a break on things if you're spending it for your job, uniforms, whatnot, that sort of thing. So yeah, in other they, words, not as much, the, but, you know. Sleep you with a still... CPA, guys. Get a CPA in your life. Yeah, okay. just think of Shawshank Redemption where he's, like, doing everybody's taxes. And he's like, uh, th- you bought this gun on your own? He's like, yeah, and the holster, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a write-off. You know, that's what I think about when I think about, like, if you're just a working stiff not doing anything entrepreneurial or you're doing that as a day job and you're someone that's listening to try to do something that is entrepreneurial, that day job, you can still cut a lot of, a lot, a lot of expenses and stuff like that. You can't do what you can't do now. You can't do, uh, meals and entertainment or you can just do meals. I think that was the big one. They cut. Yeah. You can do, you can do meals because the IRS just basically said you've got to eat to live. And people were writing off everything from breakfast till dinner and, and happy hour. So, like, yeah, look, out of all these meals, some of this you have to eat to live. So we're not going to write everything off. But They cut entertainment then, I think. Entertainment? Just like if I got you tickets to a football game and it was to woo you as a client, you can't – I don't think you can write that off anymore. It's Yeah, I have, to, I have to look that up. But then again, I've never bought anyone football tickets to anywhere. Sorry, guys. Yeah. If I bought you tickets to Joel Olstein <laughs> <laughs> and he came in town and I was like, dude, I got front row seats. <laughs> You're going to be inspired, dude. They're giving out free cues. I would, I, would, I would just try to sell them on how to do social ads. They have to be shorter. <laughs> right. Yeah. I would Good use that opportunity. in front of Joel. I, 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 ivory Castle. I wonder... I, I want to look up how many of those have sold. I tried. You know, no, no good. Yeah. Get that information. Come Joel, on. Joel, listen. If you're listening to this podcast, reach out to us. We he can is help definitely you. listening to this yeah. podcast. Oh, if, playing, you, if, you yeah. can, if you can get past the f bombs, I'm sure somebody at some point listens to this podcast and says, "Hey, man, I'm, I know Joel." Let me good. Get this yeah, it's definitely. That's Level with the social ads. What f bombs? Fraud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That fucking thing sucks. Comedy. So in the COVID era, you had to pivot, which is my least favorite word now, but you had to pivot uh, to become kind of everything by Zoom, right? Yes. You had to become a pro. What people don't realize is, A, Zoom's been around for a while. People are acting like this shit is new, and they're like, hey, we don't have to do as many meetings in person. You're like, we never did. Right, right, right. So everybody under the age of 40 is like, like we we could always we could have always done this. We didn't ever have to show up for a, like seventy five percent of all meetings. And so I love all the reports that are coming out. Like oh, offices are cutting costs because <laughs> yeah. they don't need as much space. You didn't need it. So sometimes you need something like this to go. Oh shit, yeah, uh, I knew it, but now we're gonna be a little bit leaner. But. Uh, the other part is everybody has to be a better project manager, it, and that could be their own job because they're working from home, which I'd suck at. I, 
I got the ADHD where I'll be like, right, I'm going to do some laundry and I'll get back on the computer and the, I'll find too many little things to do. You know, I need like, I'm at the office, I'm here and I'm here. I'm going to go bother Eric. I'm going to go bother <laughs> Eric in his office now. Well, I call that, I call that work. Actually, yeah, we can get I call that inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Morning cheer, whatever you want to call so, it. So your ADHD is a little bit more under control in an office environment. Well, it's just like, it, I don't know, for whatever reason, it compartmentalizes for me. Um, that's why I love to have it. Like, a lot of people are like, you have a digital agency. Why would you have an office? I'm like, because I need something separate from my house because there's always something to do. Well, this is the, this is the same thing as if you I, got weights, why go to the gym? People sometimes need that separation. Yeah. Of like, this is where I'm working out at, and this is where I'm, I'm relaxing at. So some people need that separation. I've got shake weights at home, but, you know, sometimes it's... Warm out. Need a, yeah. <laughs> the weights cannot be shook anymore. broken. Forearms got huge. <laughs> Just from the shake weights, nothing else. Yeah. But what, what have you found in the last, you know, I guess it's been about a year since this, this really broke in the U.S., uh, of how you've had to change a lot of video production, a lot of, you know, uh, design or, you know, animation production, any of that. Well, I mean, one of the main things that, believe it or not, I used to not uh, come face to face with my clients a lot. They were always through email. And now, because everyone's jumped on the whole video conferencing thing, I actually meet more of my clients um, <laughs> over right. the internet now than I ever right. did before. Right. Um, Consulting and, and, and the initial uh, creative is a little bit more collaborative with the client because they're now comfortable sitting at their home and they are all have accepted uh, that I could be in, in just sweatpants and a T-shirt and say, hey, they don't judge me because I'm not in a suit. Um, they don't judge me because of uh, if you're watching this on, on the video, you could tell, but if you're, on the, if you're just listening, I have locks. You know what I mean? And that's not normally a judgmental thing so Dreadlocks much today. Not so much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> For not, white people still, yes. Not so much anymore, but at the same time, though, I always had to pair up my, my locks Steven with... Steven Jackson, running back. Yeah, well, something like that, you know. I, same exact body, too. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. 5'10", um, 5'11". From, from the neck up. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but the point is that, um, you know, I'd always have to dress it up a little bit with a dress shirt and, and things like that. And, and people with, you know, in the creative field, they tend to, you know, look a little bit more artistic. Um, but you're the CEO, so you end up having to dress it up a little bit more. And now people are just accepting me in a, you know, literally in a T-shirt and some jogging pants, and I could actually not even have the pants on, have a full creative <laughs> meeting, close the deal, and call it a day. But from a, but from operation standpoint, yes, uh, project management has become um, vital. Uh, your naming conventions, how you set things up for your remote artists, because everyone's now remote, so you now have to be very uh, detailed. Um, whereas before, you can actually have a conversation. You can say, hey, you know, let's, let's do this, let's do that. So now you have to be a lot more detailed, a lot more um, specific. <clears throat> Make sure that your project is not just organized for this particular project, but you have to really think about, you know, another artist might pick this up, and they might be in a completely different country. Because that's another thing, too. I work with artists now from around the world as opposed to just local artists. Uh -huh. So now if an artist worked on a project and he's in Brazil... Um, and then the client comes back three or four months later, that artist might not be available. So another artist in Europe might have to pick it up. And so they have all the assets have to be managed in a way that it's easy so that anybody can get access to it and anyone can work it, but still secure enough that you're not just leaving people's stuff out there on the cloud so they can just, you know, grab it whenever. So there's, there's, there's been some security things that had to go into play, but I think a lot of it's actually benefited my company. Oh yeah, I I mean you were going that way before this anyway a little bit. You're 
I again, I think it's one of those things that kind of takes something where it's that necessity breeds innovation kind of thing where because you got no other choice but to really hone that skill, you're going to hone it, and you're wanting to anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, I, like I said, my uh, government um, cohort, uh, cohorts, you know, they came over to me and they told me what was going to happen and was going to go down, so I went oh, yeah. ahead and... Inside. I started, yeah, right. my insiders just I started shutting that down early. Thanks so, for letting us know. Yeah, he didn't tell us. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, you know, they told me a penalty of death. I couldn't tell anybody, so I had to do what I had to do. Yeah, but the other penalty was de- a death on We're the other gonna, side. But what about us do. killing <laughs> you for not telling us? Um, Look, I got it. You want me to spit in your mouth? Yeah. Hey, hey you, you know, if you would have earlier, I would have probably told you. Um, the point <laughs> is that <laughs> you can't refuse no, to spit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I can pass it, right? Yeah. Um, the point is that, you know, for, for my type of business, especially since we do a lot of post-production, yeah, use of stock footage was helpful and use of, uh, working with clients remotely was helpful and being creative on the fly was helpful and being able to work with more artists who were stuck at home as well was helpful. Mm-hmm. And ultimately I don't ever think I'll end up having a uh, studio for, for that portion of our business again. Yeah. Um, it was easier to just hire someone in the area and say, hey, go shoot this. Give These are the assets I need. Here's a specific shot list. Bring it back to me. And you treat it like you would stock footage, except that's exactly what you need. Yeah, and like digital, there's so many segmentations of skills. Like everything's so fractured of being like what your best skill is. Like I need a guy that can render this. I need it. Uh, but for this specific thing, I need a guy who knows how to do lighting for a product versus you know, uh, some kind of lifestyle B-roll of people giggling or whatever. Well, that sort of stuff, I bet, I, I, I'm guessing, like, stock footage probably did pretty well. There's people who make their living just going out and shooting beautiful, you know, landscapes, whatever, and then they put it on whatever website they use and they get a vig on the backside. It's like, that's their job. Just think about how many people went out and shot people with masks. Yeah. Like, yeah. That oh, yeah. Thing. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, you're like, oh, crap, we have no stock footage yeah. of people with masks, and everyone just made a business out of that. Yeah. Yeah, like, if you're someone who films or uh, does a lot of photography, if you can get in the habit of just wherever you're doing a shoot or whatever you're doing, take extra whatever of stuff that could be stock footage while you're on the shoot, make that a passive income thing, just get the, uh, that in your routine. How about just mark where that you did it? We would do that shit all the time. We're like, oh, this could be good B-roll for later. On. Fucking just put on a hard drive. You never see that again. Well, that's <laughs> like you got to take that, a the, minute. The habit is to go. Sure, like, yeah. yeah. You got to take a minute and gather that together. And if you're going to put together your little reel or whatever you got, like do it because everybody has the intentions to actually, you know, try and do that stuff. But it's not that easy when you upload your or whatever to to your computer and you're ready to start editing. You're going to edit what you want to edit, right. like not your B-roll. Well, here's here's a suggestion for anyone who wants to do that. Hire someone else. Yeah, there you go. Get the footage. Um, you know, to cut some to cut some B roll um, doesn't take a lot. You can probably get someone, even if you were paying them like three hundred fifty bucks or whatever. And yeah. you're like, look, here's a bunch of stuff. Cut this for me real quick. I don't have time for it. Um, get that footage, put it online, and then all it takes is what a few sales before you've made that money back, and now yeah. it makes money residuals for you right. forever, um, or for as long as it's up there and it's useful. Uh, and it is a way to make a passive income and. Delegation is one of the biggest things that most uh, solopreneurs and freelancers don't do. They, yeah. they think they have to do everything themselves. And really and truly, sometimes it pays better to just say, okay, I know I'm never going to do it. So let me just get, even if it's your buddy, hey, man, here's a pizza, a beer, and 100 bucks. Just get this done for me. Yeah. 
It's hard though with what you're doing, where it's like so creative and and an edit on something like you know, the tone can change if a shot's a second longer. It can you know all these like little things that if you're gonna outsource things, you kind of gotta get like a a partner who understands what it is, and you kind of get this flow with each other that they know what you want, you know what they're gonna do. Yeah, it's not it, you're not super gonna, easy. But. You're probably not gonna be able to hit it out of the park the first time because it's like you're saying you have to be so specific. Part of that style and tone that's really hard to articulate. Like uh, I used to do anything that was creative wise that was you know uh, branding, for example. I would work with a lot of graphic designers. I would give them a typed out exactly. Here's the files. Here's the exact resolution. All the text part, and then I'd send them a video explaining it, what I want. Because there's something I'm not going to be able to explain via email. And I go, I don't know how to explain this style and tone, but it's like this and this mashed together. Um, you know, it's a masculine style of a logo, but it's minimalist. Uh, I don't want any feminist, uh, feminist, feminine style that's like handwritten logo style or, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's got to be specific. And yeah. And possible. one way I found a way to describe it a lot better as far as style and tone, even photography, video is I would pull, you know, almost like a Pinterest board together, which I did sometimes, uh, pull those style and tones together, and then I'd go on, like, Creative Market or Adobe, uh, stock.adobe or whatever. I'd look at how they filter stuff, and i go, okay, this is how I would, I'm would. i going to describe uh, this Mood, stuff. character, that kind right, of stuff. Right, because yeah. it's already done somewhere formally over here. Right. I just need to pull that kind of language over to be able to delegate. Because that, look... Searching for stock footage is its own skill. People don't realize. Like I, I didn't. I, I, I fell into it after doing it so much of finding good photograph, like good images to use, uh, or good uh, stock video for whatever. And you're like, oh, just being able to search for the right shit you need. Uh, That's not just stock footage, too, right. man. It's anything on the internet. Well, I mean, this right. is the thing. Yeah, YouTubing, of... uh, how to look up a tutorial that actually isn't trying to sell you something. <laughs> right. A lot of people sit there and go, oh, man, just use some stock footage and stop music. I'm like, you know, you could spend an entire day trying to pick the right song. Right. Just the right song. Just yeah. like, what's the right song for this particular thing? It's like, that That takes a day. Uh, there's Because now, whereas before you had a limited library, now you have such a vast yeah. library and so many options and so many sites. So you're, you're and you can't just stick with one because... Not everything fits everyone, so right. Well, I've, brand, but Unsplash is still good for a lot of uh, f- for people listening that want the free stock stuff to use. Yeah, um, the important thing though is that there are editors out there, you know, Fiverr, whatever. Uh, if you're f- running your own business and you think I'm going to make a video for myself, and then you get overwhelmed, I mean, consider getting just outsourcing your editing and just. Try and find somebody you like. Fiverr can be trash, but you can also find... I've found people that you build a relationship with exactly. and you go off Fiverr eventually and just go, I'm going to pay you via right. PayPal or Bitcoin or whatever. And just, Don't let Fiverr hear you say that. <laughs> Come at me, Fiverr. What you going to do, Fiverr? <laughs> I haven't used them... I, I haven't had to use them in a while, luckily, but it's... you know, Or Upwork, whatever it is, all these things. But um, you can get that stuff done, but that is a skill of project managing that and those expectations... Right. I always tell everybody, fluff some days in there, some, you know, whatever you think you're going to go get a Fiverr person, you know, hedge your bets a little bit. You may want to just try to get two people to do the same thing in the beginning until you have those relationships. Yeah, don't count on them knocking it out in 24 hours, that's for sure. Well, the truth is you can't really count on any new developer or any new creative to knock something out because, look, I, <clears throat> I consider myself pretty talented at being able to read a brief and say, okay, I know exactly what you mean. 
And I just recently did something that I went completely left because the brief read one way and the, and the way I read the brief made me think, okay, you do not want this. So I went and not made sure that it was nothing like that. Um, turns out they didn't mean to go so far left. They were like, well, you know, if this is the center, I want you to go just slight left. <laughs> just off to the okay. side a little bit, which is fine. I just, you know, I read it. I interpreted it like go left. Yeah. Um, so I went hard left. Uh, and that's okay. So in those cases, that's where I say that sometimes it's not necessarily that your brief was wrong or your or the designer was completely off. It's just that the way they read it may have gone off. So that's why you have to do like the explanation. The, the, the voice explanation is a really good way of doing it. The the, the lookbooks, the, the look mood boards and, and things like that yeah. is a really good way of doing it. Because then at least if they're like, look, I showed you Blade Runner and you gave me Mary Poppins. What in those? Those are mm-hmm. no, nowhere in the make same ballpark. Yeah, yeah, and, and if you have a confusing thing like that, or you're not sure, I would send a video going. This is how I read it. This is the style and tone I'm picking up from what you gave me in the brief. Does that make sense? And just send like I try to make like a minute video, just sending it to them. Get it back to me your thoughts whenever you can. More designers should do that. They'll save themselves so much time if they actually sat there and said, "Hey, look, based on your brief, this is what I saw." And even if they recorded it and send it back, yeah, people don't have time probably to do a Zoom call. But if you did a thirty I do second, like a, one minute, I call piece, it a message in a bottle. It's like yeah, here, I'm going to send you updates. I had like a UK client. I'd be like, uh, "Look, we're not going to be on the same time zone uh, when I'm doing your creative stuff." So I just go, "Here's here's what I'm looking at. Here, given what you gave me, is this on the right path? I want you to send a video back to me." That's what I had him do as a client, and it worked out fairly well in that regard yeah learning how to record your screen and talk over it i mean that's takes an email that might take you 30 minutes to write so that you can get the tone right and you don't you can do your get own it. you can just do it and it takes one minute do a zoom call with exactly yourself you can have a free zoom uh account you can just do a zoom by yourself it'll record for you it'll download automatically if you have Easy that setting workaround. there you go and then it, you can also do the screen share where they can see you but also you can you can pull up a browser that's what I would do because it was the quickest, just cheap, and it, like the file size wouldn't get too crazy. Yeah, that's actually really it, good advice. If yeah. I just didn't, I'm full of it. Is that Pragmatic. what this is? That what this podcast is about? It, it's and all the way dick to joke. Up. Yeah, how's your? You dick haven't hanging? had you haven't had one dick you, joke. It's, how's your dick hanging? We slipped not them a, in. Well, so my do you want my vasectomy? I'm 100 percent clear. I feel healthy. Are you though? Do you know for sure? Oh no no! I have to do the sample. You I have to jerk off at my house and then leave and then go. His house is, is too that, far is, away. Is that where you make my, the appointment? Oh, <laughs> all the people come to my house and then they... Uh, That's his side business. They go to your house and jerk off? It's a, well, it's a shed. So part of it is that you have to bring your sample back to confirm. In 12 weeks after. And then they'll say, yes, you're good. And then, But there's a time period and his house is too far away. Yeah, you're supposed to get it to him like within, I forget, 30 minutes, 15 minutes or something of... Of doing it, I was like, "There isn't a truck stop along the way." Minutes. It's something like it's just out of like fifteen minutes rushed. is so creepy. It'd be ru- it'd be ru- it would be a rush from my place to where you're all sweaty where and red. Yeah. <sighs> like, don't even pull your pants up. Like, yeah. I got I it. Just, I just did it in the clinic when I had to do a, a test. Right, but they don't. They just literally gave that's, me. That's trying to get pregnant, though. That's a different. This setting. is the opposite. They don't want none of that in their life. <laughs> nah. The whole opposite thing. I, See, did I tell you I, on, on the way out, there's a guy worried that he wasn't getting the procedure. He just wanted to find out about it. I was like, on the way out, I was like, you're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a pro. Yeah. I'm wearing the weird jock strap thing that you have with yeah. your dick, and you have to put your dick up the whole time. Uh, my balls look like a, a dead bat for a couple of days, like old fruit. 
But now they're good. Now they're back. They're back to soft good. and round. Yeah, and moving for whatever, like the ocean doing, tides. Doing, doing, doing the, <laughs> doing the like Alderaan? What are you talking about? You, you know never how fascinating seen your balls? Effect? You, you know? never looked at your balls before? Moving on their own? Yeah. They don't, they don't they, drop Well, I mean, if you're like talking this. and you're coughing and whatnot, sure. No, no, but no, if you're laying down. It sounds like they're going and out ball, and getting liquor at the liquor store on their own. What are you talking about? Well, they have a mind of their own sometimes, but I'm saying like, it looks like the ocean tides. They'll go up and down, recede a little bit. How long are you staring at your own nuts? If I'm naked in bed, uh, an hour, hour and a half every okay, day? Is that a that lot? Bad. That's not that bad. No. Uh, okay. You've never seen your balls move just on their own? They'd... Sure. Man, I, it's, I'm it's, sure I have. You've got a lot to it's kind of like a flower opening. It, does, it takes a little time, but you can watch it. Right, with a yeah. proper amount of sunlight, it, they I, move. No, Mexican jumping I had a bit about it. I can't remember, but it was just like, it was very... Soothing. It was like watching the, the waves come in. Because oh. one will go down, one will go up, and then it'll... I'll tell you what. My, my, my wife was fascinated to find out that balls moved. She was like, I don't wait. think Eric even knows. She was like, say, wait, oh, they, I... they, 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 they weren't like that the other day. I'm like, yeah, yeah. They, they drop, they move, they, they go up and down. They do different things. You know, saying, the way you guys are talking about it, it's like they've got their own life. Well, they... Kinda. Come on, I mean, if you're not but I mean, like puberty, away I mean, from you, away from you, like Come they, on. Get, they, they times, crawl down many, your pants leg and they go do their own thing. How many times I, have you talked to your dick and said, "Oh, wait, the, what are you doing? Not dude? again! What are you doing? I, not now or whatever." I you're yell, like, idiot! I yell at mine like a football coach. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, get it together! Yeah. Every Don't guy, has, every guy, at some point has talked to their dick like he was a completely different person and said, "Dude, what are you doing?" You know, like pep talks or down talks or whatever. Don't embarrass me in front of everybody. Right. Of all these I'm sure guys. women do that to some body part of their own, but I'm talking about for guys right yeah, now. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so if you want, you wanted some dick stuff in there. There you go. You know, well, we never asked you this when you were Did a guest. Did you come in? <laughs> when you were a guest, we never asked you. I don't think, and we're trying to make sure we ask all the guests that are coming back on. What advice would you give your 13 year old self? My 13 year old balls. My 13 year old self. Um, Shoot. First, let me think about what I was doing at 13. Okay. I was, uh, the right, question right. is purposely made <laughs> to set you up if you want to go in a silly way or a uh, legit way. You know, um, I would say that, uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't date. Uh, there's a couple <laughs> of women. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I got a list for you. There's don't a, stay away from these bitches. Yeah, there's a couple. Brazilian couple, women are crazy. There's a couple of women that I would probably be like, yeah, uh, girls. I would be like, don't date her. Okay, that's gonna it's gonna burn afterwards. Um, <laughs> <Very> specific. Okay. <laughs> but why was that? Why why not date those certain women? Actually, they will burn afterwards. I tried to truth, let them get away. Truth from is, that. actually, I would have probably said stop dating certain girls and go after these ones because you missed out on opportunities. Because I'll tell you. What um, at thirteen I was, I was the ro- I was that romantic that was always in love in like a week after I dated a girl I'm like I'm in love with you and I, and then I right. stopped that crap you know when I became an adult uh, and then it took me a really long time and my wife hated that um, but <laughs> I went completely the opposite now you have to like mine for old stuff you used to do romantically like, yeah but there's like, like, yeah. I gotta do this I gotta do this all over again yeah, yeah. yeah. but the point is that I, there was um it probably kept me out of trouble but there was like mad opportunity through. Um, the high school in early 20, right before I turned 21, 22, because right when I turned 21, 22 is when I finally like had alcohol and everything changed. Um, but yeah, and I just wasted a lot of time on stupid shit um, that I would have just told myself, what are you doing? I played video games way too much, mm-hmm. um, swearing that I was going to be like this ultimate game person. And I'm still in animation, which is my, where my love from, from animation started from. But honestly, I would have told that bastard, like, get the off the video game and uh you know go do go do some life shit 
Yeah, go do more no, life I'd, shit. Look, I I played so many. I would play college football, NCAA college football, make seasons in like dynasty, and just waste a time. And I'm like, I could have learned Italian. Yeah, I could have like none like, of us. I couldn't do any of this shit. What are you guys talking about? That was all we had to do. I know, we didn't well, have cars. No, I, I knew it was a waste of time about. when I was doing it. I will, though, I will, that's know. fine. I, I could have read this, books. Also, like, just be 13. I will say about the video game thing at 13. But though. I don't think that's being a 13-year-old. I think that you can do it. It's fine. Uh, it, everything in moderation, right? So it's like, yeah, play video games, but don't obsess. Like, you gain no value at a certain point. You well, know? I was never going to be in an orchestra, and I was, learning, I was doing the standing bass. So I would have told myself, man, learn bass guitar. That's cooler. You can do something with that later on in life. You know what I mean? But you're not, unless you're going to be in an orchestra in a, in a, in a four-piece or five-piece or whatever, you're not going to. Not gonna learn that bass, but honestly, one thing I will say this about <laughs> that's gotta be the gaming. worst instrument. I was to gonna say, like, hey guys, you, <laughs> you is, be a from, <laughs> is the church band Stand big up enough? Bass to oh, it was my parents. Bass. My parents, God bless them. They, they they put that they strapped that thing to the top of the car because we had one of these like little small four door and they would strap it to the top of the car just to get it places. I'm like, yeah, dude, those things are huge. <laughs> I couldn't pick up the violin to throw it in the back seat. Um, no, but I will say this, and I, and I. And I to my 13-year-old self uh, that, you know, you are lucky um, because at least all your friends were actually in person when you were playing video games and you had to come over to play video games with each other as yeah. opposed to now where oh, I yeah, see some 13-year-olds and none of their friends are actually in the room. Like, I've seen my nephew get into full-blown arguments and full-blown uh, conversations with people he's never physically seen or met. Mm. And I, I would wish my experience of playing video games Pre- onto my nephews. Pre-COVID, you're saying. Yeah, it's a little different. Pre-internet connectivity he's talking about. No, like, but I'm saying for, for the kids now, that's I, I would give them a pass this year. It's kind of a mulligan year. Of, but it hasn't just been this year. We're talking about the past. Right. I mean, I'm, since Call a, of Duty. I'm just qualifying right. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. Right. But I would I would wish that upon any kid that would be like, look, man, cool. Play with all your friends online, but you know, make some in the real world and play with them, you know next door or something play with them like in the same room like i would wish that upon anybody yeah yeah that's that's sound advice don't uh don't fall in love with hookers and uh don't play too many video games yep eric can tell you all about the vr side of it after that's a mashup of both vr Uh, you know i just got my new oculus i haven't tried any of the vr porn yet so I've just been yeah, doing playing the games. That's all. <laughs> we should you should have you for another episode. <laughs> right, Hope you we, get through a divorce. I'll tell you that much. You've got a Rhodes Scholar over here with that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Rhodes Scholar. <laughs> I ain't hitting the music. How about that? Okay. Keep railing on me. Do it. Now nope, let's go. What about my sweat equity? So that can podcast, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. My sweat equity. YouTube. My sweat equity. LinkedIn. Walkman AOL buddy list. What about my sweat equity?